Sometimes you can you can be out of bed, you can be awake, but man, your eyes are not open. You're not, you can't see how much God is on your side. And you sometimes can't see how blessed you really are. And, and I just want you to be more than just awake physically, but have your eyes open spiritually and have the anointing of God begin to roll over your eyes this morning. God, I see, I see better days. I see what you see. I see the very power and the structure of God that more than just getting out of bed this morning, more than just standing up, more than I was alert enough to drive here, I'm alert enough to see the presence of God and the power of God in an amazing and powerful way that no weapon formed against me shall be able to prosper. Not only am I awake, but I'm alive. Not only can I see, but I have the anointing of God to be an overseer. And Lord, we just receive it this morning as a church. Lord, together, Lord, as we're gathered, not just awake, but eyes wide open to the things of God. Father God, I thank you. This is no ordinary day. My eyes are not just opened visibly. My eyes are open spiritually. And we receive it together this morning that your presence consume us from the top of our heads to the soles of our feet that we glorify you in all that we say and do. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Whenever I'm not afraid, I'm going to forget. Um, in our times of, you know, even after this Thanksgiving, I thought that was an amazing thing what Netflix is doing for y'all. Uh, it is a, it's the Walgreens, yeah. Walgreens is anointed especially if you put your number in and get discounts. Um, but, but everyone wants to be thankful and they want to give something back. And, and, and part of it is, is that what we've received as a nation and as a society, we're blessed. Amen? We are blessed. You are blessed. It says, and as a society thing, if you can find change in your house, you're in the top 10% of the richest people on the planet. There are people can't find change in their house, right? Can you imagine, are, are you that, are you that, I mean, you know what I mean? Like you can find some change, right? You can find that you, you are richer than you think, right? You're more healed than you could even imagine. Even at the what we think are, are sicknesses or whatever, or illnesses tend to bless us more than what we can imagine, right? So what looks un, like ununiformed or deformed, God has all, will use it 
to bless. So we want to make sure that we're not trying to make sure we're becoming perfect. You know, I remember in this Saturday, and I'll get to the sermon in just a minute. Uh, the the girl from a, it's the only movie I know it from is Dirty Dancing. Uh, what was her name? No, I don't know the movie. Jennifer Grey, not one that woman's name. We're gonna name it Baby. <laughs> Jennifer Grey, right? And, and so Jennifer Grey did not like her the way she looked. She didn't like her nose. It was unique. And she changed it. She had it fixed and became unrecognizable. And what looked like a default was really what was what made her famous. Right? Can I I tell you to quit trying to plug in your deficiencies and let God work with what you got? Right? I mean, she fixed her nose and it ruined her career. Right? I mean, God needs to be able to just say, here, there you are. And that's what we're going to get into today about God's blessing, right? But we got to understand, blessing comes a breaking. The blessing and the breaking. God multiplies through openings, right? This is a blessing and a breaking. So we'll read our verse and and then we'll jump right on you. And then we're all going to go home happy. Okay. In Matthew chapter 26, verse 26 And as they were eating, Jesus took bread and blessed it and broke it and gave it to the disciples and said, take, eat, this is my body. All right? So so I don't rush the gun, stretch your hands, slow me down. Father, I pray over your word that I speak only what you've called me to speak, deliver the word only that you've aligned for us to deliver, and that we may receive all from one another in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And so he says he, he, right, he took the bread. They were eating, by the way. He took the bread. He blessed the bread, and then he break it, right? And so part of that order of breaking must happen in order for it to be a consumption, right? I cannot consume what refused to be broken. I can be blessed, but until I become broken, I may not ever receive the blessing of God. I have to be broken. Eggs are great, but they have to be broken, right? A a horse is wonderful, high-spirited, but it must be broken in order for it to be something you can use effectively. If it's just wild, it has the potential to run really fast and run really hard, but can't nobody ride it. So it's ineffective. Do you believe you're blessed? Right, so maybe the one thing missing from walking in it is that breaking, right? What does God need to break from us in order for us to receive that blessing? Sometimes you have to break down and forgive someone. Sometimes you have to break down and walk away from some things that are holding you. Strongholds, you're delivered from strongholds, but they have to be broken so you can multiply. I can't give it out until it's broken. It says he blessed the bread, and he broke the bread so he could give it out. He could have blessed the bread and left it there, but it wouldn't have been able to be given out. Right? I don't want to be a blessed believer who walks around and can't give out what God has given me. So I have to be broken from it, right? I have to, be broke. I have to come home and be broken from my job so I can love my family and not carry my job over to my family. I have to be broken from my workout. I have to be broken from my stuff. Because if I'm never broken from my stuff, all I am is the father of the house, but not the man in the family. 
right? We've seen a lot of those. They're the father of the house, but not the man of the family. And I want to be a man of the family. I need my children to be able to come to me and break me away from the game so they can talk to me, right? One thing I struggle with is being broken enough to help with the Christmas decoration, but one thing at a time, only one thing at a time, God, don't move too fast. Have to be broken, right? God has, God, break me. There's a song, break my heart, oh God. Why? It's not so God can hurt your feelings. It's so God can heal your emotions. I got to be broken now. I believe I'm blessed. I believe I'm saved. I believe I'm going to heaven. But until I'm broken, I can't give it out to anyone else. Because sometimes I can just be saved and know I'm going to heaven. I'll have to be so prideful that I'll never talk to anyone else because I'm getting there. So what difference does it make? Broken. Y'all broke a lot of bread over the last few days. I broke it with you. I, you know, I was so excited. I told you not to worry about it. I didn't even worry about it. I didn't even go run yesterday. I, I had so much tryptophan in me. I was just passing out, just walking back and forth. Right? I couldn't stop. I would get sleepy. Right? And, and so, so, again, if, if you're blessed, which you are, you have to be broken. I'm blessed for my children. Be broken enough to talk with them. I'm blessed to have this wife. Be broken enough to spend time with one another. It's, there's got to be a breaking because if you never break, no one's ever going to taste and see what's supposed to be good in you. Right? I got I to gotta have a break. Now, this sermon came to me Wednesday morning. I almost preached this Wednesday. God says, no, we haven't eaten yet. Okay? We eat on Thursday. So you got to hang on. That's why you got it so early yesterday. Because <laughs> I had to sit there. I got home from the gym. Game was about to come on. Bam. God's here. Right? So if your current life requires a blessing, right? My current life requires a blessing. Whatever your current life needs, it requires something, right? Which means currently, the way it is, when the blessing gets there, it's going to have to change in order to walk in it. Right? I currently, if I currently needs to lose, if I need to lose weight, I need to break away from the sugar. That's why I ate all the pie yesterday. Today's a new day. <laughs> we scrapped it out. Right? And, and so God is saying that, that you got to break away. You, you want to be forgiven. And the reason why you can't forgive yourself because you haven't broken off the hatred from the other thing. You got to break it away. Right? I, hopefully I'm, I'm, I'm either making friends or making mad. Whatever it is, let's make something happen. Right? Let's move in such a way that, that we have to do. And so it was cool. And, and Tony, as Miss Rita said, was in our youth group years ago. I don't think people realize how much we all were going through during that time. You know, look at him and, and young Sadie and all those, all those teenage folks. And they're, they're adults now and all that stuff. But that, no one had any idea the stuff that we all were messed up together. It was so cool how jacked up we were cool? If I'd have walked in there and go, I have no problems. Y'all are messed up and not me. Right? And so what was the cool thing is what we could relate to one another because we've been broken and now God could use us. Right? And not that God ordained it. Don't get me wrong. God's not going around going, you get hurt and you get, that's not what God's doing. What God is saying, no matter what state you're in, I can still use you if you don't quit. Right? Don't go 50-50 on me. 
So it was, it was, it was cool. I, I got to have my eyes open. I got to have God with me. So believers around this charismatic answer, you know, you hear that, you hear that from people. How you doing? I'm blessed and highly favored, but are you broken? Right? Y'all heard that before? I'm blessed. I'm highly favored of the Lord. Follow-up question. Have you been broken to share that highly favor to others? See, because until you can dish it out, you haven't taken in anything. I have a song that Miss Rita only gets. She gets a dance that I do for her. And it's just, that's not sounding proper at all. It's <laughs> like after she cooks something nice, like food, or she does something really nice for me. I'm fully clothed, so let's just. In fact, let me just do the dance for you. Like, my baby loves me. My baby loves me. My baby uh, uh, loves me. So it's like that. It's not. That just was coming out all wrong. Um, and it's a celebration for she did something that, and it's, you know, it's not anything big. She go get diamonds, and she didn't go get me a toupee. She uh, got me something to eat, or she did something for me that, that I love, right? Because better than just being blessed to being married to such a God-given thing, she recognizes that God has multiplied her with such an she, I mean, you can look at her, like, if y'all get a picture of her while I'm preaching, like, she's looking like, how did I earn such a, oh, my gosh, what an Adonis. I mean, like, this specimen. But uh, she'll do things, and, and there are times I celebrate her. Now, there's been lately where she's had to tell me, do the dance. Like, in other words, you just missed it. All right? <laughs> yeah. And you've been having a, she needs, she needs some showtime. Dun, 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 dun. And so uh, uh, sometimes I have to break away from just, you should have did it for me anyway. I don't owe you anything. And she has to be like, uh, break it down. <laughs> Different way of breaking. Right? And, and so break down and tell them that you love them. Break down and show them that you love them. Break down and do the things that you haven't been done to show that they are blessed and you want to share that with them but but, but I and I want to make sure I get this right so I, and, and going through the process to make it a lifestyle this is what blessing and breaking means that it becomes just more than just a label it becomes a lifestyle when it becomes broken I, I was jogging this morning and I was just thinking at this this time and it's always around mile four where you lose consciousness because you're no longer thinking about your body anymore like it's dead Right? And then God can speak to you. You don't say anything the first four miles. But mile four is where God shows up for me. And, and, and then just begins to share that what a humbling experience it is to have God in you. And for God's grace to not just be one beam, but it's a cross when we take what we got from him and give it to others. Right? when it becomes more than just vertical, when it becomes horizontal, right? And see, so if he's only just, I got my Jesus, I got my Jesus, and I don't know anyone else, that's not a cross, right? It's a cross when it's no longer a beam. I'm so glad you like it. Thank you. Uh, my baby, amen me. My baby, amen me. My baby, hey, hey. Okay, let me make sure I don't do this. So another great point, we must understand that they were already eating, right? 
God, why do I need bread if I'm already eating? Right? Like I said before, you're already awake, but you need your eyes open. You're already eating, but you need to eat what I really got for you. And sometimes you can eat, but sometimes you need to go back for seconds. This is why it's a good after Thanksgiving, because there ain't a person in this room that didn't go back for seconds. Even if you snuck it, you may not got a full plate, but even if you went and got the other end of the piece of a turkey, that's a second. Right? And sometimes we have to look again, and you have to see a second. So just because we have some word in us, God has more than he wants that he more wants to do through us. So never let what is in you be the only thing God can do through you. Right? So I have to make sure I go back to the notes because I don't want to make sure I don't miss that. Because sometimes we think, well, I got that in me, and I've heard about faith, and I've heard about God, so that's all I'm going to have in me. But maybe he wants to break off another piece of that Kit Kat bar. <laughs> Word. Scriptures, right? John 1.1 1, 1 says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. I'm going to skip to verse 14. And the Word became flesh and dwelt among Men, right? So you can have the word, but until it becomes flesh, it's not going to dwell among your family members you're trying to reach. They'll never see it because if it's just you, it never becomes flesh. It's never going to dwell among you, right? So we told you guys we got that oilless fryer. And, and, and so what we did know was because it cooks, it cooks so clean, we weren't used to seeing clean cooked food. It looks undone. We're so used to cooking with dirt that it's got to look dirt to eat. But when chicken look as white as chicken should look, when the white meat looks white, hmm, we was backing away from that thing like cave people. <laughs> meat still white. Put it in the oven. But what happens is, if you're used to cooking and living your life in the dirt, and when something clean comes along and cooks you clean, you start to think you're undone. When God says that's not what you need to have in your life, you think you're undone. When the only thing he's saying is, I've cooked you the way you are. You're clean. You should have seen the way we were staring at the ribs. Yeah, we went ribbing. We cooked ribs before Thanksgiving. Cooked the chicken before. And, and we could not think about the fact of why isn't it dark? Because it didn't have any dirt. Okay? God wants, you, God wants to cook you clean. He wants to give you your verses clean. And it's not going to look like everybody else. Okay? God may say you're blessed and everybody else has a new car, but your stuff is different because it's clean different. Your marriage is good. Well, we don't, go, we don't go and do all those things. We don't go ski off those places. But God says you're clean the way you are because you, you're, I'm cooking you clean. I'm not cooking you with anybody else's oil. Right? Because if I cook you with oil, and right, what, what, what happens? And guess what, y'all? Food already has oil in it. There's a drip pan for the oil that we didn't use. Them suckers were sneaking it in. Clean. Quit waiting for something other element to come into your life before you start cooking for God, before you start frying for Jesus. There's a sermon in everything. There's a sermon in there. I just got ribs, chicken, and wings in the gospel. Right? 
and be satisfied. And, and so what, what was amazing, because I couldn't understand it, I was trying to put together, even when I read about oilless fryer, I was like, how is it going to cook? What's going to happen? And what they were admitting, we already put enough oil in it. That's why even if you eat something that's healthy, it's so oiled up. You squeeze it tight enough, you could knock off some stuff you got on your elbows. Right? Uh, sometimes we're waiting to be uh, dipped in something God has already put on the inside of us. You don't need to become anointed. You are anointed. Right? You don't need to become blessed. You are blessed. The Bible says you're blessed to be a blessing. Genesis 12, 2. You are blessed to be a blessing. You're, you're, you're blessed to be a blessing. What it means? You're blessed to be broken to give out. Right? Be broken to give out. Don't be broken for no reason. Be broken for the very presence of God. So it blesses, it breaks, you come to the table. We talk about those things about coming to the table. He wanted to make sure that, that they digested it. It's amazing that Jesus broke their bread. Imagine a grown man having his bread broken for him. Because sometimes we can just consume something but never break it down and digest it. I don't want to just swallow it. I want to chew on it. I want to meditate on it, as the Bible says, day and night. That I may get that word in me. I may get the understanding of God's word. Can I be broken from my opinion long enough that we can get along instead of getting into arguments? I have to be broken on a, on a daily basis. And so I, I don't know what you... Uh, we're kind of coming for when you think about dinner, but we don't eat that thing as a whole. And I, you, guys, you guys know I'm a Nat Geo Wild fan, and I love to watch them just, you know, they just, I mean, I'm sorry, forgive me or pray for me. I, I like to watch them kill things. And I like to watch how they eat. They just, like a, the crocodile, they eat bone, they eat all of it. Just If we did that, we would die. Right? And sometimes we want to swallow the whole blessing at one, but God has to break it up until we can digest it. Right? Sometimes we want to be out of debt, but he has to break it up and say, quit spending so much. Can you digest that? See, because if you can't digest that, we can't get you out of debt. If you can't digest giving, I can't get you out of debt. So he has to, now God, butter that whole biscuit for me. He says, no, you can't handle biscuit right now. You got to get that flake. You know that flake? <laughs> the behavior says Jesus is with God in heaven, and someday I will be as well. But God wants to have heaven, want us to have heaven on earth, right? Thy will be done on earth as it is in, right? So it's, it's the old Lord's Prayer, right? I want to be with you, Jesus, but I want to be with you here and live it for you here, Okay? And, and God has it. And, and again, and I've told you guys, whenever we've done those assemblies or, or I've done those big speeches and they know I'm going to be doing activities, and they say, do you mind if the special needs kids come? I don't care. Why wouldn't you? Why is that a part of the question? Well, because they may yell and they may scream. Guess what? I'm going to be yelling and screaming. So when your little stuck-up kids don't say nothing, I'll just move to the crowd that can relate. The principal goes, you're not going to say that to the kids, are you? Well, depends on if you keep talking to me or not about who's coming. And I watch him sit over there nervous. I don't relieve him till I'm done. 
what happens is, is that we're so busy trying to keep people out, they're not realizing what they bring to the table. All right? It's got to be blessed, got to be broken. Okay? Again, I'm not telling you to go out and get hurt. I'm telling you to let God open you up so you can be used. All right? Some people say, my heart was broken. No, it wasn't, because you're angry and it's hard. My church loves me. My church. <laughs> Y'all are making me wonder. Okay, so Ezekiel chapter 11, verse 17 through 20 says this. So, so tell them what I, what I, and this is the contemporary English version. So tell them what I, the sovereign Lord, am saying. I will gather them out of the countries where I scatter them and will give the land of Israel back to them. Okay? So land of Israel, back to them. The land of the church, back to them. How many are ready to receive the land of the church? We've got to be ready, right? Because if not, somebody else is going to distort what the land should be like. Okay? So we're going to call it back to God. Maybe it's the land of your children. Maybe they're in a different land. A different world mentally. When they return, they're going, they're, they are to get rid of all the filthy disgusting idols they find. Got to break away from that. I can't keep it with me. I have to break away from that. Because if I'm going to return to the land, I can't bring the junk with it. Right? I'm done. That's old things have passed away, right? If I'm going to ever overcome a stronghold, if I'm ever going to break a cycle in my family and generation, I'm going to have to get rid of the filthy. I'm going to have to break up with it. Right? And to break up with it. Y'all, y'all have to help me and Donnie figure out what that is because we never got to break up with anybody in our entire life. So, so we don't know what that's like. Right? You know, I had friends. I was the one that, that, that friend, it was embarrassing, right? That friend incurred death. When my friend and I and two girls been there and the girl looked to the other girl that was getting me like, you owe me. Like whoever was getting me was incurring a debt. You owe me. I'm just telling you what happened. I, I'm not saying I look that bad. That's what the girl said. You owe me. Like, ooh, someone. Credit score went down. <laughs> Got to get rid of all of this. Thank you, Stephanie. No amen all the time. I will give them a new heart. Everybody say, thank you, Jesus. Sometimes you need a new heart, man. You can't get away from the old stuff until you get your heart new. Right? It's, it's tough, right? Because if your heart isn't new, you'll keep returning and keep returning and keep returning. Right? That's what happens with a lot of people, in, in, even in that dating world. They keep going back, and they keep going back, and they keep going back, because they may have gotten over the person, but they never got their heart new. So you can get over the person and still have the old person in you, right? and still be dating them mentally and emotionally, even though they broke up with you physically. But I'll keep going. I, I won't digress. I will... I would take away their stubborn heart. Everybody say amen to that. <laughs> of stone. Jesus is like mean. I'm going to take away the stubborn heart. Your heart like rocks in it. You can't even get through the airport. And I will give them an obedient heart. Okay? An obedient heart. It will give you a heart that you'll want to obey. There's a difference between doing something you're asked to do and doing something you want to do. Right? You ask your kids to clean up, why God, why God? And you're like, that's a heart of stone. I'm about to throw a rock at you and let you relate. Huh? 
It's, it's difference, right? It's even even as, as a couple, right? Not that y'all do this, but you see couples do this, and, 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 and your wife asks you to go do something that you don't want to do, and you're like, ah. My deal is I'm going to give you a straight answer, and she knows. Would you like to go pick up the kids from school? No. I would not like that do not want to go pick them up. We're both home. Your car works. Mine's a standard. Oh, I was hoping you'd say yes. That wasn't part of the question. You said what I like to. The answer is no. So we compromise. You get one, I get the other. We'll go down to the crawdad hole. You know, just whatever has to get us through. We do it, right? And, and, and again, she'll ask me, like, in, in a sense of if I'm not happy about it, Miss Rita's quick to say, you know what? I'll just do it myself. And y'all know that's an unhappy home. <laughs> you know what? I, I got it. I got it. I got it. And, you know, and if I'm not right in the head, I'll be like, well, then why'd you even ask to start with if you was going to get it? But, you know, it's always not at our house. It's such a happy home. So many trees. So many trees. She loves Christmas. Love Christmas. I, I didn't know. You know what? I'm really, and I know you may have told me before, and it's just because y'all are here because I need you here for witnesses because that way I don't get this wrong. I, you know, I really was reflecting when you said you never had a Christmas tree growing up. Hardly ever, right? Other than trees outside the house. You didn't have one in. would decorate it, right? She lived out in the country, so it was a tree, but... There wasn't one in the house. <laughs> so you can go out there and decorate them outside. <laughs> oh, so there was not one inside. And I didn't realize that, that now i got a whole lot level of respect. Now I may come up here and say something about a multiple. But God abundantly has taken every tree she didn't have, blessed it. <laughs> Hallelujah, somebody, and broken it. When it's done. We gotta, I'm gonna, with your permission, let people come and see because I don't want people to think I'm lying because I posted it on Facebook one year and people were like, where is that? That's the living room. And that's why we don't have dogs because they would be just hiking up everywhere and <laughs> pee on everything in the house. There's so many trees. But however, what, what, what the family couldn't provide growing up, God blessed and broke at the obedience of the will of God in your life. I think that's awesome, right? I think same thing with all of us. You're blessed. You're going to get to decorate as many trees as you need to. You're going to have so many decorations that you'll have to start decorating in October and not take it down to March. I'm going to bless you with so many decorations if you just hang around to see it. Can, can we stick around to see what God wants to do in you? Can we just stick around? You, I'm going to give you a man who loves to work out and lift weights. He's going to carry tubs and stuff up and down. You know, your man not be, been, may not be tall. He'll be dark, but not, maybe not all that other stuff. But... He'll be able to carry tubs for you, right? I know that wasn't part of the 
marital description, right? But God knew what she would need. Right? I say that. He knows what you need, too. He knows what you, but you got to be broken to receive it. You cannot stay angry. You cannot stay mad. And that's what we're telling you about your family members coming. And I'm pretty sure the angry person came, but if you took Wednesday's sermon with you and just looked at the notes from time to time when they were acting stupid, you went, got it. <laughs> right? And you start twitching, but you don't. <laughs> Love them. And God was telling you, I got it for you. So then they will keep my laws and faithfully obey all my commands. They will be my people and I will be their God, okay? God is about the new heart. He's all about the new heart. He's all about you having a, a new heart. Not another heart, but a new one, right? And there's a difference between getting another one. Another one has somebody else's emotions. But when you get yours nude, it knows about you. See, I can't, I can't get somebody else's heart and expect to know who I am. Right? I got to get that, the one I have new. So year after year, which will ultimately turn into a generation, if, if, if it's not restored, your heart will go from hurt to hurt to hurt to generational curse to curse to curse. So that's why it has to be a new one. Right? right you got to give me a, a new thing. The Ephesians 1.3 says he's blessed us with all spiritual blessings in high places. You're already blessed. So if I'm already blessed, God, here you go. Come and do the next part is to... Break. Break me open. Somebody needs to receive that. One of the, the older ladies from Thomas Jefferson High School, and I really can understand, she was an older, older lady. She was still teaching, and, and uh, she grabbed my hand, an older black lady. And y- y'all know when, 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 when grandmother is there, and she was holding me. She's, her glasses were right here. She looked down. She shook her head. Do what God's telling you to do. Just do it. Just do it. Do what God... And like, she just... That was her thing. That, and now, it remind me of Jenny the Great, which was my grandmother, who would, would only talk to me the day before she was... I mean, right before she was about to die. And I was the only one she would talk to in the family and, and would hold my hand like that and, and would just say the same thing. There, there's bunches of them. Uh, God's got your restoration. Whoever you're missing, God's bringing, Right? And we have to keep doing it. I've been blessed with all spiritual blessings. You've been blessed with all spiritual blessings. Let God break you and use you. Right? Break you out of bed. <laughs> break you out of an attitude. Break you out of that. <laughs> Tony and I saw each other at the gym, and, and, uh, and, and just we were just talking, and, and you know, just, just like, ah, you're like talking. And, and, then, and then Tony stopped and said, man, I know you're at the gym. I know you like to get to it like me. When I'm at the gym, I like to get to it. And, I get to, and I'll be honest with you, I had stopped going to that gym because I talked too much. At that gym, I was never working out. And, and I was like, thank God God sent me back to where I thought was in a blessing. And there he was. You know? You remember that? I would go, man, I can't go to that gym. I know too many people. I, I end up sitting there with my bag. And then an hour and a half later, I walk out. Never, never make it to the gym. Tony DeGrate, you know who Tony DeGrate is, big football player from Texas, works out. Tony DeGrate, if Tony DeGrate sees me, he'll be at the front. We won't make it out. I will not make it past the front desk. I won't even get to do the key punch. I will sit there with my flip-flops on, and we will talk the whole time. He's from West Texas. I'm from West Texas. We just, 
God says, if I can't break you and all you owe is about your little workout routine, you don't know how bad that man needs to talk to you. Well, God, have you seen me in the mirror? Have you seen me trying to put them pants on? It looks like an axe handle back there. So I need your help. He says, I need you to be broken. Right? Watch out for your routines. Amen? God's kind of opened you up. All right. So Matthew chapter 14, verse 16 through 20. I'm giving you all a lot of stuff today, and I hope you're taking it. And if you can't keep up with it, get the CD. But Jesus said unto them, they need not depart, give them to eat. And so I wouldn't even read all the verses. He tells the disciples, don't you depart, give them to eat. And they said, God, there's so many of them, we only have a basket full. And he says, bring me what you have. And he blessed it. And then he, y'all look at the verse, break it, right? So can you imagine those multitudes in there hungry and God said, Lord, bless this bread. And then that's it. Because until he broke it, it never went out. Right? And he broke it and he kept feeding them and he kept feeding them and he kept feeding them. And what was left over? No, no, no. What does it say? Twelve of fragments. Broken. That's the part I'm trying to get y'all to say, right? <laughs> y'all like, baskets, man. It was baskets. <laughs> fragments. Quit waiting for your bread to be whole and call that your blessing. The harvest is what comes in fragments. Your harvest comes in what's broken, not in what's all put together. Honey, when I get all our money right, I'm going to take you somewhere. How about just take her to Dairy Queen? Take her in the backyard and talk out there. You know, just, I don't want to say anything else because apparently I'm butchering it. I've butchered dancing and I've butchered everything else, but... But, but sometimes we, we are so busy. But the other cool thing is Jesus said, why don't you feed them? In other words, you're blessed. Why don't you break out of your shell and feed them? You don't really have to even come to me. You got the ability to do it. Sometimes we're running to go pray for somebody or trying to find a pastor when God has told you to pray. What's broken is the multitude. Quit waiting for a blessing to look like it's all in one piece and put together. Quit waiting for your kids to pass all the classes they failed. If they get past one, okay, we can work. Quit waiting for them to take out all the trash. (laughs) Keep sending them back until they get it all to the curb. That's what has to happen. I don't understand why trash, which is what they accumulate, is their big obstacle. They hate the trash. So do we. Take it out. Love them. Love y'all. Love y'all. When you help cook in the kitchen, clean. You would you miss the youth? I miss miss you. Okay, last verse. Last verse. Here's our prayer. Here's our prayer. Here's our prayer. Okay? Blessings and breaking. Uh, creating me a clean heart. Oh, God, and renew a right spirit within me. Uh, Don't renew the old spirit. God doesn't renew your old hurts. God doesn't renew your old pains. He renews a right spirit, okay? Uh, As as, uh, you deal with young people, right? We deal with with youth, and and I I start talking about uh, having having a new, and I have to say a new thing, and usually if there's a believer in the house, they understand what I'm saying. 
a new thing because a kid who gets uh, massaged uh, with their old hurts and their old pains and get those massaged into them long enough to can't even see anything new and all they can see is their hurts and all they can see is their pain and no matter what you say to them that's all they can see and sometimes you have to bring the new thing that cooks without the oil of their hurt I tell you that oilless fryer is going to go miles up in this church uh, then they have to see that I don't have to stay as hurting as what I grew up in, right? What I start with is not what I'm stuck with, right? I, I can move from, from this point on. And so this is creating a renewal right spirit within me. Cast me not away from thy presence and take not thy Holy Spirit from me. Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation and uphold me with thy free spirit. So uh, breaking is a mirror of multiplication. If, if I only have one, like if, if you were going to share some food with somebody, uh, you want them to break off their own piece. I don't want to bite off the same whole piece and then you bite off my whole piece. In order for us to have pieces here, could you bite in one spot and somebody come along and bite in the same spot? Y'all in fellowship like that. Not that close, right? But you don't mind cutting them off a piece, right? And sometimes you need to cut your children off a piece. And I mean peace both ways, P-I-E-C and P-E-A-C-E. Cut them off some peace, right? Break some peace off for yourself. Quit trying to eat the whole lump with your day. I had a bad day at work, so we all going to eat this together. We all going to eat because I'm frustrated. We're going to eat that same rotten apple. That banana's dark on the edges. Let's all eat that. But God said, if you would be broken, you can multiply yourself and to give to them. I just don't know how much else I can give. Quit giving all of you and just give what the part God needs you to give. Right? Peace it out. Peace out, my brother. Okay. <laughs> There's more to you than meets the eye. Right? And don't y'all come up to me with no weight jokes. Okay? I know that. Uh, parts that God wants to unfold are a matter of our willingness to allow God to break and return all things to himself. Okay? That's what we're going to do. We're going to be broken. Break my heart, oh God. Amen? Okay, I want you to bow your head because we're, we're going to get a little serious because y'all been playing all through church. Focus on the Lord. Now, as your heads are bowed and your eyes are closed, Father, we just pray that, Lord, that to be at the table, that's one thing. We get it. We know we're supposed to be there, but, Lord, as you said to your disciples, there's more. There's more. I, I got this bread, Lord, that you've presented before me and now you're saying in order for it to be effective I need to break it so I can share it Lord whatever part in me that is just refusing to let go I, I need your help break it right now Jesus break it I, I know there's more to my life than what I've been living so I, I, I I'm, I'm open here I surrender break it break me Lord because I know that my children could use more of me right now. I know my family, my spouse could use more of me right now. My job could use more of me right now. And I've just stopped because this thing has kept me in this one piece that, that makes me angry with everybody. And everybody seems to only can bite off this one piece because it's the only thing I seem to be giving. So as your heads are bowed and your eyes are closed, we want to make sure that there's clarity. If you're in here and you're, you don't know Jesus, you've never accepted him, I want you just to raise your hand and so we can pray over you because we're going to make sure we get that opportunity. Awesome. We're in the house. We're at the table with Jesus. 
we're eating. But he says, I have bread that I need to give you. I have something bigger than that. And, and understand, you're eating in a time when I'm going to go die. They have to break up with the king of kings. He says, what's going to have to understand, and what you're going to have to understand is, I'm going to have to break away from you. You're Lord, you're Messiah. In order for you to multiply, I must go. I must die. God, uh, if they had to let you go, I know for sure I can let go of the thing that's trying to keep me back. I know, Lord God, that, that I, can, I can break away from the thing. I can, I can be broken from it, Lord God. And I know there's going to open up my mind, Lord Jesus. When I get rid of those careless thoughts, I know, Lord God, when I'm broken and I'm open, Lord God, I'm going to have words that are going to multiply lives. There are going to be things that are going to multiply. But as I let you do it, Lord God, I thank you that I'm broken not just to something, but from something. I'm broken to the will of God, but I'm broken from the hurt of those who wouldn't accept me. Their words don't matter to me anymore. Break me from those things, Lord God, where people have been saying things about me and against me and, and would try to charge me and pull me down. I break away from that and I'll be broken to the things of God that I know that I know God is able to do through me exceedingly, abundantly, above all that I could even ask or think. Thank you, Lord God, for I come before you, Lord, and what I was once afraid of to come and say, if I break myself in front of everybody, they may criticize me, but when I break myself before God, you're going to utilize me that I'm an overcomer. Thank you, Jesus. I recognize my blessing, and even greater, I recognize the breaking that must happen so I can walk in it. Father, we thank you for it. We receive it together. In Jesus' name, amen. Say amen.